Welcome to the All Things Hollywood show with your host, Travis Cody, where you will learn from the top entertainers and filmmakers in the world to get the real scoop on what goes on behind the scenes in Hollywood. Not just another cliche Hollywood gossip show. On each episode, you will discover the rarely revealed secrets to Hollywood from the insiders, moguls, and movie stars that actually make show business run. And now, here's your host, Travis Cody. Welcome back to another episode of the All Things Hollywood Show. I'm your host, Travis Cody. Thank you for tuning in today. Today, I think we'll talk about Ghostbusters. Yes, I know the latest Ghostbusters film was an absolute disaster. And Hollywood was, frankly, completely confused. They just couldn't understand, like, what happened with... It's Ghostbusters, and it tested so well, and everybody has been wanting Ghostbusters reboot, and we don't... Why did it go wrong? And they're so confused by the fact that this film flopped horribly. You can see it in the response when the very first trailer came out. And regardless of whether or not the film is all female or all male, I mean, you could have had Jake Gyllenhaal and Justin Timberlake and Chris Hemsworth and Edward Norton as the four characters of the Ghostbusters and released that same trailer that they did, and the film still would have looked like garbage. But Hollywood, they justified it by going, oh my gosh, look look how sexist America is. We release a movie with all females and they it's the worst liked trailer in the history of YouTube with millions of people that didn't like it. And that just proves that America is really sexist and that's why they didn't like it. No, they didn't like it because your trailer made your movie look like crap. And not only that, but as a fan of Ghostbusters, it, it was insulting. It was insulting. And it's so frustrating that Hollywood thinks that, oh, well, Ghostbusters is a beloved property, so all we have to do is slap that name on anything and people will go buy it. And if you listen to my previous, previous episode about the viewpoints that some people in Hollywood have about most people in America being idiots and they'll watch whatever that particular creative person said they would market them, it's completely wrong. Like, Hollywood is treating a lot of their viewers like freaking morons, and they're not. People are very intelligent. And especially nowadays, with, we're, we're, we're assaulted by advertising and media on a nonstop basis, the internet ads and our cell phone and everything is going up. Like we know, we get marketing, we understand it. Like we're so conditioned to be able to spot marketing that is authentic and marketing that is trying to be shoved down our faces with a, you're gonna go watch this cause you're a stupid moron. And Ghostbusters, that first trailer, really felt to me like, hey, you're so dumb, you'll just go watch Ghostbusters because we put whatever you want on it. So that was issue number one was the trailer. 
Then the second issue with Ghostbusters was that it was it wasn't a, even a reboot of the film. It was a complete remake. And so I want to talk today about how Sony can actually save the Ghostbusters franchise and resurrect it and put it back into the category that we as fans want it to be. Like, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, like, we love it. We love Ghostbusters. There's nothing more that we could want than a really great Ghostbusters movie. And that's, we were so excited when we were finally getting that and then they just like pooped all over it and then smeared it all over the ground and then said, hey, come pay us money for this. And we're like, what, what did you just do to our movie? And so the film was a remake and not only that was it a remake, but it completely failed to even pay homage or recognize the previous two films. The fact that you put Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson in cameos of roles that had nothing to do with the original Ghostbusters, and it was like this weird, like, see, we're so not Ghostbusters that the original guys are gonna be in it as something completely different. Because that's how hard we want you to know that this isn't your Ghostbusters. This is that. And it was basically, in a way, erasing the history of saying, see, your Ghostbusters doesn't even exist. And as a fan, you might as well just come and punch me in the face because it was so insulting that they did that. So how could Sony solve the problem? Well, ironically, Dan Aykroyd had the problem solved clear back in 2009-2010 they had a, a screenplay that it wasn't a reboot it was a passing of the torch and as fans of the film that's what we want we want the torch to be passed they had the story and then somewhere along the line somebody came along and been like Hollywood is too sexist, so we're going to put all females in this because that, and then we should give female power. See, we're, we're not sexist because we can put all four women in a movie because women can do it just as good as men. And the point is, yes, that they can. But the second point is, like, why are you stuffing it? It's, it, it, it there's this, like, pendulum that has swung where it's like, it's all women now, just all, no men at all. What about this thing called real life where men and women work together? What would have been wrong with having two women as Ghostbusters and not only having two women as Ghostbusters, but having them be the smartest, the ones that save the team and the ones that are leading everyone else? Why not have two women and two men? What's wrong with it? No, that's sex. Men had their chance. Okay, yes, yes, they did. But now you're not addressing the fact that you didn't pass the torch. You just totally kicked my movies to the curb and said those movies don't exist. And it was a simple fix. You could have had a five-minute opening sequence with Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Ernie Hudson. And granted, I know there's a lot of history with Bill Murray and being allegedly, the rumor is, he's been difficult when it comes to the Ghostbusters uh, franchise. Um, that aside, let's say that was not true and it is all allegations. 
You could have had a five-minute scene in the beginning where it was Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and Ernie Hudson, and they're out, and they're uh, maybe against, like, the biggest specter or ghost they've ever faced in their careers, and they get their asses kicked. I mean kicked. And not only do they get them kicked, but it's caught on cell phone, and it goes viral where they, they're just humiliated that they just got just kicked so bad and they had that conversation of we're just we can't do this anymore we're too old like why are we even trying to do that we need help and you could have the whole first act about this hilarious search for finding replacements that can come and help them so that in movie terms you've got then and, and spider-man homecoming just totally made fun of this about the guy in the chair there's always the hero out there and there's the guy in the chair with the computer doing you know support why not have just done that you have dan Aykroyd and these guys become the guys in the chair the mentoring of the young kid and you let the young kids go out there and, and let them get the crap kicked out of them and now you can have this really funny like dichotomy with like millennials going up against baby boomers and the whole disconnect where the millennials just want to use their cell phones for everything and in fact maybe they end up turning their cell phone into some sort of contraption that actually helps them see ghosts or catch them better the movie would have done great but we needed a passing of the torch and we wanted to see our favorite beloved characters and know that they're still there know that they're still kicking around and that they're still going and to have them set it up and with the guys if they're too old we get that we can totally see that and now we have these young guys now we accept the young guys and we're right on down the line so sony if you're listening there's your story give it a year for people to forget about it reset the movie and the ghostbusters that you need to pretend it didn't even happen is the last one and instead reboot the franchise give us the passing of the torch and let's get going with the series and we could make it really fun because you could turn it into this thing where then they franchise ghostbusters you have ghostbusters in new york you have ghostbusters in la you have ghostbusters in beijing and now you got the chinese market of all the chinese ghosts that they've got to deal with you got ghostbusters in london you could literally have different movies about different branches of ghostbusters all over the world and now you're also not tied into having just four main actors that have to carry the film for three or four movies and then you're like well what are we going to do now now we have to get all new actors no set it up so that there's ghostbusters everywhere and we get to go on journeys and see different ghosts what do ghosts look like in south america i'm sure with the mayan and aztec history there's some really creepy stuff that we could come up with what do ghosts look like in russia what are their stories what about germany well maybe that's not a good one because there's <clears throat> there's other ghosts there that we won't get into uh you know japan what are the what are the samurai history what are the ghosts around that there's so many things they could do with it and going on another travis tangent here a minute ago i mentioned the fact that you know this last ghostbusters film really kind of felt like they were doing their best to kind of say like your film didn't even exist those films didn't exist get over it move on and unfortunately, that's what Zack Snyder in a lot of ways has done with the new Batman franchise. And he's even gone out on a record and said, yes, I wanted to cast um, Christian Bale 
as a character that was not even related so that the fans firmly knew that this wasn't their Batman universe. Well, that's not what I want. Like, I don't want a new universe. Now, I get that you've got to do different things now because your whole vision is like, oh, we're eventually going to Justice League. And because of that, you got to stretch your imagination. And this Batman was a little bit too real. But you can also do it in a way that pays homage to that and sets it up in the same world without having to say, no, those movies don't exist. And that's one of the frustrating things is creative types, quote, again, in air quotes right now, I'm doing air quotes, creative types coming along and saying, man, we had this really phenomenal you know, franchise, a really phenomenal uh, trilogy, but now we're going to reset it. And so we need to set it up in such a way that it shows people we're no longer in that world. What's wrong with having it in that world? There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, it's, it, it's, it's surprising to me the lack of creativity in a lot of things. So something that a lot of people are going to disagree with me with, and that's fine. You're welcome to. This is just my opinion. But two films really kind of were shocking to me and just a further big nail into the, you know, Hollywood is fundamentally broken was Star Wars, Star Wars 7. And this tells you how much I loved the movie. I don't even remember the subtitle now. And, uh, and then we also have Jurassic World. Uh, both fine, entertaining movies, but... I, as I watched Star Wars, and then the day after I was thinking about it, I actually got more and more kind of mad about Star Wars 7. And here's why. Because you have like the most creative people in Hollywood. I mean, J.J. Abrams for lost. Like it doesn't get more creative than this man's brain and Star Trek. And he, oh, you, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, phenomenal. And when you watch the movie, like there's a point where I'm sitting there going, you know, I, I have like this vision of like sitting in the writer's room and they're kind of talking around like, okay, what are we going to do? Sony, if you're listening, please give me a call. I will consult with you. Let's get it done. Let's get the Sony, let's get the Ghostbuster franchise going again. Your fans are waiting for you. I'm Travis Cody. This is the All Things Hollywood Show. Thanks for tuning in and I will see you soon. Hey, it's Travis Cody. I want to thank you for listening to the All Things Hollywood Show, and I want to make sure you're plugged into everything we're doing on a daily basis. Go to allthingshollywoodshow.com and join the email list so you can get notifications when new episodes come out, plus get links to the transcripts of every show we've done in the past. You can also grab a free copy of my best-selling book, Celebrity Rules, which shares even more details on the world of Hollywood and celebrities and what you can do to prepare for the day you meet one. And finally, if you enjoyed the show, I'd appreciate if you will leave a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.